All right, welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Thankful that you joined us tonight. Uh, sorry we're a little bit late getting on here, but I'm just so thankful to have you. We're going to talk about uh, Sean Payton joining the Denver Broncos today. That's the news of the day. Uh, if you're just now catching us, this is the Red Pill Sports Podcast, uh, and I'm your host, Donnie Copeland. We are part of the Doc Washburn Show uh, family of uh, podcasts. And uh, we bring you a little bit different uh, angle to sports. I'm in a little different setting here tonight because of the snow and ice. Uh, my wife and I are staying with her, with her mom, and so we're over here. So I'm having to kind of do a makeshift. Uh, Her- Herman, good to see you on here tonight. Uh, so we're having to do a little bit different uh, show, and I'm actually podcasting and doing Facebook Live at the same time. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's dive right into Sean Payton. Going to the Denver Broncos, it looked like, hey, Jerry, good to see you tonight. It looked like that uh, Sean Payton was probably going to, uh, for a while, was was the Broncos pick. And then we saw uh, a couple of others uh, interview for that job. Jim Harbaugh was uh, uh, was uh, was rumored for that job uh, uh, late as of yesterday. And then all of a sudden it was Sean Payton. And uh, that deal is going to be somewhere between $17, 20000000 million a year. So pretty good living uh, for Sean Payton. Um, and a lot of people think, well, you know, John, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Westbrook is, uh, uh, is, uh, is, you know, is washed up and, and uh, you know, how, how's that all going to work? Um, and uh, I, I really think uh, you're going to see Denver. I mean, Denver, Denver's a pretty good team, actually. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs uh, and that last-minute play in the Kansas City Chiefs and Beagles, Bengals game, uh, the push outside. Hey, Wayne, good to see you tonight. Uh, the push uh, out of bounds, what you uh, don't hear a lot of talk about. Uh, and I believe that was a penalty, the the uh, last uh, push there uh, by the Bengals defender, pushed Mahomes well past the line. Uh, but we also saw the same hit. On, I believe it was Joe Mixon earlier in the game, no call was made. Uh, I think it was pretty clear. One of the funniest things I saw was the uh, uh, referee. It was a meme, a referee and Mahomes trading jerseys. Mahomes is getting a striped jersey from the referee and the referee getting a Mahomes jersey like the players do at the end of the game, which kind of inferred that, you know, the re- the, the game was, um, was not well refed, uh, to say the least. Uh, I, I don't know that I would go that far. I think it was just uh, the Bengals didn't play their best. I think their line play, their their offensive line play caught up with them uh, and uh, really made it tough on Joe Burrow at the end of the day. Hey, Sarah, good to see you tonight. Uh, also, there's a little bit of, uh, not a little bit, more than a little bit of chatter out of Carolina. And uh, you can always count on the NFL. There's nothing else that they'll have. They'll have uh, racial undertones. Uh, and uh, we see with uh, Frank Reich being um, being hired. Hey, Sandy, good to see you tonight. Uh, seeing uh, seeing uh, Frank Reich hired by Carolina Panthers, the new head coach, uh, and then there was a lot of uh, blowback from a few of the players, uh, but especially from the media uh, about um, uh, Stephen Wilkes, the interim coach, who was a black guy, not getting the job, and Frank Reich, who was a white guy getting the job. Um, and uh, what is not said is Steve Wilkes actually uh, had a pretty poor – you know, he was head coach at, at St. Louis 
uh, I'm sorry, at uh, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Great defensive coach, taking nothing away from him whatsoever. Look, there's a lot of white coaches that are great positional coaches. Um, uh, right here in Arkansas, you had Morris that was, you know, a great offensive mind at Clemson uh, and and uh, other places and just stunk it up as a head coach. So I don't think it's a racial thing. I think it's just a – it's a strength and weakness thing, and uh, and and Steve Wilkes, by the way, didn't do that bad a job as the uh, as as the interim head coach, the Panthers. I mean, they did pretty well down the stretch, especially with some of the injuries they had and so forth. But at the end of the day, if you look at the NFL, uh, the the uh, I think seven of the eight Super Bowl appearances, uh, our champions have been offensive minded coaches. I think seven of the eight uh, uh, coaches that. We're in the playoffs this year. We're offensive mind coaches, and so um, you can hire a defensive coordinator uh, and uh, and get a defense right, uh, but you need an offensive minded coordinator. And I think that's why you see uh, the Dallas Cowboys getting rid of, which I didn't agree with it, uh, but getting rid of their offensive coordinator, uh, and then uh, Mike McCarthy taking over because uh, he is an offensive minded coach, and they want him to speak directly. Uh, into Dak's uh, ear, and so I think that's you know that's some of it, um, and so um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Eagles 49ers game was pretty uh, ugly, but it it really was not uh, fair to the 49ers say they just got blown out. It was I mean one they were on their what third or fourth string quarterback at the beginning of the game with Brock Purdy, and then when he gets knocked out. They go with, I think it was their fourth or fifth string quarterback. Um, I've lost count by now. And uh, and they go with uh, Josh, I believe it was Josh Johnson. Uh, he gets knocked out. Brock Purdy has to come back in injured. Uh, it just wasn't a good day from the very beginning. And it all started, quite honestly, with a bad call by the refs on the uh, catch by the Eagles down uh, about the six or seven, th- seven yard line. Uh, and it was, hey, Fitzpatrick, good to see you tonight. Um, and they call that a catch, and it, it, was, it clearly wasn't a catch. Uh, so uh, you said, well, they can't review every play. And I don't like review that just bogs down the game either. Uh, but I think when a play is so pivotal, it was four, I believe it was fourth down. Uh, and, uh, and I believe you have to take your time on that play because that play turned the game around. Uh, and then Purdy got uh, hurt on the next possession. It was it was over from there. So um, uh, so we've got the forty nine. I'm sorry, we got the Eagles and the and the Chiefs playing in the uh, NFL playoffs. Um, and, and there's a lot of uh, a lot being made of the uh, you know a lot of uh, being made of the uh, two black quarterbacks uh, quarterbacking in the Super Bowl. And uh, that's fine, you know. That's that's uh, I mean, it's history, I, I believe. But it's the first time two African American uh, or two black quarterbacks are qu- quarterbacking in the NFL playoffs. Um, but again, uh, I think the NFL, I think uh, ESPN especially, really, really sees on the uh, they sees on the the racial uh, side of things uh, when it benefits them. Uh, but I, I I will contend to you tonight. Uh, that um, I don't think they always focus on the racial unless it is uh, one one direction. Uh, and and my thing is, you know, you got two black quarterbacks uh, in the uh, you know in the in the Super Bowl. That's that's wonderful. That's great. Uh, 
and and then you've got you know Steve Wilkes being lamented because he wasn't chosen as Carolina Panthers head coach. Um, but what's not being said is the defensive coordinator coach for the Bengals, uh, who has one of the top has had one of the predominant defenses for the last three years in the uh, NFL, hasn't even got an interview. Uh, so you know. Uh, you you can find these inconsistencies if you look for them. You can find them in a lot of different places. Uh, there's no doubt with as many black players you have in the NFL and as few uh, coaches that you have uh, in the NFL head coaches that is um, that you know there is definitely a disconnect between the amount of uh, black players and uh, head coaches uh, and and. You know, I just, I, I don't, it, it's a job that a, a lot, a lot of white guys get fired from. Uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, has had two 12-win seasons for the Cowboys. And, you know, he, he I think there's probably was maybe at least some uh, so, some discussion by Jerry Jones about getting rid of him. So I think it's just, it's the nature of the job uh, and, uh and and probably if if we're just being totally honest, probably uh, black players get pigeonholed as players uh, and and not as coaches. And I don't think that's necessarily fair. Uh, but but things you know of this nature that have been one way for a long time, it tends to take a while to turn. Now here's something interesting: is you don't hear any talk about we need. In the NBA, we need more white players. I don't, I don't even want to make this. I don't, I don't want this to become our show to become something about race. But I just want to point out, I think this inconsistency. Uh, you never see this, you know, this cry for uh, more uh, white players, even though you have a lot more white players coming over from Europe in the NBA. And the NBA, last time I checked, was over 85 percent black. Uh, and it's you know, and you have a, a now a lot more black coaches. Uh, and so it's probably much more representative of the amount of players to coaches uh, in the NBA. Not quite, but more so. But you still have a, a probably a predominantly white coaches versus black coaches. Um, but I think that's just one. I think it's history, too. It's um, it's just uh, maybe uh, – that that those particular coaches have had strengths, and then you see in the NFL and the NBA. Here's something that you'll notice: it's it's not as much that they won't give uh, black coaches a chance; they won't give new coaches a chance. If you'll notice uh, in the NBA, uh, the same coaches get black and white get hired over and over again, win or lose. You'll see in in the NFL, uh, white coaches and black coaches who have been head coaches get. Uh, head coaching jobs over and over. Uh, so I think that's, you know, I think that you see that with Lovey Smith, who's a, a, a black NFL coach, has had, you know, several chances, I believe three, and had some success, uh, and then had some that was not so good. Frank Reich uh, coached the uh, Colts and then and did, did a good job until he didn't have a quarterback or a quarterback that was, you know, uh, really, really competitive. Uh, so, it's you know you got to look beyond just the color. I think you got to look beyond just that if you want to get 
the total picture. I want to flip back to Sean Payton. Before we do that, I want to thank uh, our sponsors. Hey, Nikki, good to see you tonight. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, and man, you've got to check out Mike Lindell's My Pillow and my store. They got all kind of stuff on my store, but My Pillow has these phenomenal, phenomenal pillows. Uh, they have the phenomenal sheets, uh, the slippers. Uh, I mean, just their stuff is just, I mean, top notch. Um, and so go to mypillow.com. If you want to get phenomenal savings, use the code word red for Red Pill Sports Podcast. Use the, the word red, R E D, and get a phenomenal savings. Uh, at my pillow. Also, we're brought to you by Red River Auto Group. Uh, it's a great chain of, of conservative uh, auto stores, new and used here, not only in Arkansas but in other states. And you can shop. You can go to Red River Auto Group, RedRiverAuto.com, RedRiverAuto.com, and you can buy a car from them from anywhere in the United States. And you're gonna love doing business with these people. Also. Uh, I just read where AT&T just removed um, Newsmax from their DISH network because they're too conservative. Uh, So listen, if AT&T is not fitting, uh, you know, you don't want to do business with AT&T because they're too woke, try Patriot Mobile. Uh, And uh, we don't have our own code word there for Patriot Mobile yet, but you can use uh, DWS for the Doc Washburn Show. Uh, or Doc, use Doc at the uh, uh, Patriot Mobile. Use the code or the promo code Doc. Uh, get tremendous savings, uh, and you will love Patriot Mobile. And then, last but not least, we have uh, the uh, Arkansas Upper Cervical uh, Center. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal place right here in Arkansas, and there's other locations of affiliate doctors all over the United States. Go to TurnMyPowerOn.com and check it out. If you've got headaches, uh, backache, uh, leg pain, neck pain, uh, any type of migraines, go to TurnMyPowerOn.com and check out the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center or one of their affiliate doctors. Just go to find a doctor. So those are our phenomenal sponsors. Look, we have a phenomenal lineup of sponsors. They're conservative. Uh, they they support 100% what we do here, both the Dot Washburn Show and the Red uh, Peel Sports Podcast. And we're just so thankful for our sponsors. And thank you uh, for supporting them. That means the world uh, to us. Uh I would love to hear uh, your thoughts about Sean Payton going to the Denver Broncos. You know, he's a longtime coach for the New Orleans Saints, and now he's going to uh, the Broncos. I think you're going to see the the Broncos turn around in uh, record time. I think they're going to be much better than uh, was first uh, thought. Uh, And I I really think you're going to see the quarterback play get get much better. Uh, I just think that – uh, Hackett, the the former coach, was just in over his head. It was just overwhelming to him. I think if he could have just called plays, uh, probably would have been a different story. Uh, but Russell Westbrook uh, really, really uh, uh, struggled this year. I, I think he's a better quarterback uh, than that, and I think you're going to see that uh, in the uh, in the coming. Uh, in the coming days, he's going to do uh, do much better. Uh, and and with Sean Payton, Sean Payton's a proven winner. Uh, he's won one Super Bowl, went to, been to three, I believe, lost two, uh, won one. So I think it's going to be a, a great, great uh, uh, 
matchup there. I think Frank Reich will do pretty good uh, looking at Jeff Saturday for uh, the the job in uh, Baltimore. I'm sorry, in Indianapolis. And and quite honestly, I hope he gets it. I think he. I think if you give him a whole season, I think he'll do really well there. Uh, Jeff Saturday, even though he didn't do too well, quite honestly, uh, in the previous year. But I think you give him a quarterback. I, th- I think he can do do really well, uh, and that's just a gut feeling. Uh, a lot of people don't feel like he even deserves the chance, but we'll see what happens. There's been another. Uh, there's been some more talk about maybe a uh, a Jim Harbaugh move, leaving from Michigan to go there. Also, want to talk about uh, local uh, here in Arkansas. The Arkansas Razorbacks have won three SEC games in a row. Um, and uh, I noticed the other day there was uh, talk about them being on the bubble as far as being an SEC playoff game. I think they're one of those teams that's going to be better uh, at the deeper they get in. They've got great coaching, uh, and I think they, uh, they've they lost uh, two or three uh, players, starters, and uh, Nick Smith being the number one player they've lost. So I, th- I think, you know, they've got – if they can hang on, they can represent pretty well in the SEC – finish maybe in the top three to five um, with their schedule, I think they can upset and, and go far in the SEC tournament and, and do well. Um, coming up uh, on the Super Bowl, I'd like to talk about that for a little bit. And uh, it's going to be a fascinating matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles. I've, I have said from the beginning, I really thought it would happen against the 49ers. Uh, but I believe the 49ers just got in a hole and couldn't get out. I, I've, I've said uh, consistently I, I, I have my doubts about, um, uh, uh, about Jalen Hurts and about his ability uh, in, in a big game, but he's proven himself. He's probably, the, if not the MVP, in the top three of most valuable player in the NFL this year. Uh, but I don't think you go from being a – uh, middle of the road, lower middle tier quarterback to being a Super Bowl quarterback in one year. Uh, even though I think the scheme that they run, uh, what they're doing with him, but I I, I think uh, the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs' defense is not as good as the 49ers, um, I I think uh, this could be the Eagles' year. They may just blow out the Chiefs, uh, but I, I think. Uh, the Chiefs and Mahomes, I just think they will they will get it done. Um, I, I just do. I think they have uh, the two. They have the weapons on the offensive side of the ball, and uh, and I think they will they'll just get it done. Uh, let's let's uh, let's move on and talk about some things that have been happening in sports, and they are uh, some of the things that what I would call some of the wokeism in sports that has been happening, um, and. Uh, and, and, you know, you, again, you have to look at sports. Uh, you have to look at it. I like to look at sports just from purely a sports angle only. But the problem with that is the largest purveyor of sports in America is ESPN, and ESPN is owned by Disney. And so they are bent on, um, you know, advancing a, a leftist agenda. Uh, in in sports, the problem with doing that, the problem with advancing a leftist agenda in sports, uh, is that it destroys the brand, and people turn it off and they quit watching. When the NFL uh, 
quits talking about politics and quits kneeling during the flag, then they have great ratings, phenomenal ratings. When they start doing the woke stuff and they start doing the kneeling, uh, it affects them. Uh, and, and people like to call that racial. They like to say, well, it's because a black guy nailed us because uh, Colin Kaepernick knelt, and it's not. It wouldn't matter if it was a white guy or a black guy. Uh, You know, people, they don't turn on sports to have uh, political stuff shoved down their throat. And what you'll see uh, as we, as we, whether it's MVP voting or whether it is uh, coach of the year or whether it is uh, players uh, that are struggling, you, you will consistently see, and watch for this, watch for this, you'll consistently see players who are more conservative uh, being unfairly targeted and uh, much more negative press on them than guys that are more left-leaning. It's just, it happens in Hollywood, it happens in politics, and it happens in sports. It is the culture in which we live in. Uh, I'll give you a great example of this, is uh, when when you see uh, Jeff Saturday, you know, uh, you know, you ha- you see coaches struggle all the time, black and white coaches struggling, and there's not a lot said about him. But Jeff Saturday was a very vocal Christian. Uh, he is a conservative, and man, Jeff uh, Jeff Saturday, that's the Colt, that's the present uh, football coach of the of the Indianapolis Colts. He was just eviscerated uh, for even getting the job, and so listen. If, uh, you know, uh, honestly, if it wasn't just for my gut feeling, if I just looked at what Jeff Saturday did on the field, Christian or no Christian, conservative or no Christian, uh, conservative, uh, I'd say give the job to somebody else. If Sean Payton wanted the job, if Jim Harbaugh wanted the job, I would say give them the job, even though both of them are to the left of uh, of uh of Jeff Saturday. So I'm not saying give the conservative the job because he's a conservative. What I am saying is don't penalize somebody because of that. I'll give you a great example of that. You know, just recently, uh, the, the hall of fame, the baseball hall of fame, uh, just, um, announced their, uh, inductees. And, um, and so Scott Rowland, who was a phenomenal, uh, not not a not a star player, but he was a phenomenal, probably one of the top three to five third basemen uh, in baseball history, or you know in the recent recent history at least. Uh, but then you have uh, Kurt Schilling, that was one of the best pitchers to ever play the game, but because he's conservative, because he was very vocal as a conservative, not only has he uh, not been elected to the Hall of Fame, he hasn't really even sniffed the Hall of Fame. And uh, you can talk to any serious sports pod, uh, a sportscaster out there, and they will tell you that Kurt Schilling deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, uh, hands down, no doubt about it. And so, again, uh, we as conservatives have to be careful that we don't say, well, Jeff Saturday ought to get the job for the Colts because, you know, he's a good Christian conservative guy. Listen, you can't, that that can't be the reason, uh, but don't count him out because of that. Now, if Jeff Saturday didn't end up getting, if Jim, Jim Israe, the, the owner of the Indianapolis coach, did not give the job to Jeff Saturday, I would totally uh, understand. 
I, if he gave it to somebody who had never coached, I would even understand. If he gave it to somebody who had been a head coach, I would totally understand. And it, it wouldn't it be based on because he didn't have a great year. He lost. He, he, he had a lead, the largest lead in NFL history, and lost it. Uh, they didn't look good at times. The one area that he could have – uh, that he knows a lot about, and that is the offensive line. He wasn't able to fix the offensive line of the Indianapolis Colts, and that's not a good sign. And so if he didn't get the job, I hope he does and gets a chance. But if he gets a one year, you know, gets a three-year deal in year one, they look like they did this year, uh, they cut him loose. Hey, it, it's a results-oriented business. It, it, you know, you understand it, you get it. And so – uh, that's totally and completely uh, understandable, 100%. So, um, so again, uh, I, I don't think, and, and I know very few conservatives who want somebody to get a coaching job or get a position because they're a conservative. If they do, we support them 100%. But we're not going to say, well, give them the job because they're conservative. But don't keep them out of the Hall of Fame. Don't keep them from coaching. Don't, don't – uh, Take them in as as a um, as a free agent uh, as a team because they are uh, too conservative. Uh, so I think that's you know I, 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 I but I think that is just conservatism as a whole. Conservatism as a whole says uh, you know you need to get this based on your ability. You need to get this based on uh, on your. Uh, I was looking at my time here. Uh, you need to get this based on your worth not on anything else, your name or even your ideology. So uh, let's let's talk about one last thing here. And again, we're brought to you, uh, this podcast uh, and this Facebook Live is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Use the code word RED and get phenomenal savings. If you've not tried their products, you are going to be blown away. I know you've seen them. Uh, so MyPillow.com, the co- promo code RED. Uh, also, uh, don't forget about if you're looking for a vehicle, maybe for your kids, maybe for uh, your husband or wife, uh, and you're looking for a car, go to Red River Auto. Phenomenal people. Listen, when Doc Washburn was fired from Cumulus Media, the first person that called us was Mitch Ward, the owner of Red River Auto. Uh, and they have tons, all different types of car dealerships, new and used and they can make you a phenomenal deal. Great people to work with. You will love, absolutely love them. And tell them the Dot Washburn Show and Red Pill Sports Podcast sent you. Uh, also, Patriot Mobile. If, you, if you're tired of the woke phone cell phone companies, try Patriot Mobile. Use the code word DOC, D-O-C, DOC, and uh, get, a ph- get phenomenal savings there. Last but not least, the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center and TurnMyPowerOn.com, and uh, they can help you with neck pain, back pain. Uh, Doc uh, swears by them for sinuses, migraine headaches, uh, all of it. It's phenomenal. TurnMyPowerOn.com. Thank you guys so much. Let's let's wrap up with a fascinating story out of Dallas, and that is a story, uh, and I have to be careful here because I'm not a huge Georgia fan, uh, and uh, that's saying it um nicely. Uh, I, I'm not a Georgia fan at all. And uh, and we saw over the weekend that Stetson Bennett, uh, the quarterback 
uh, who won two back-to-back national championships with the Georgia Bulldogs, was arrested. He was knocking on somebody's door at 7 o'clock in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, and he was uh, arrested, spent uh, about three or four hours in jail for public drunkenness. And listen, the, the real, real damaging part of this is, is he was uh, scheduled to be in Mobile for the Senior Bowl and uh, the Senior Bowl has become – it's not just that game that, you know, is played between the last playoff game and the Super Bowl anymore. Uh, no, the, the the Senior Bowl has become a really, really uh, attractive place for NFL scouts to go and watch these guys that are making the jump to the next level. And Stetson Bennett uh, passed and said for some reason said, no, I'm going to be working out for the NFL Combine – uh, I don't have time. So he's in Dallas, and he gets picked up for public drunkenness. He's supposed to be in Dallas working out and training there, some high-level training uh, for the NFL tryouts and combines. And so here's my take on that, and I, I won't spend a lot of time on it. One, uh, you know, somebody uh, messes up. Hey, man, let's be merciful. People have been plenty merciful to me Uh but I would say this: If you're Stetson Bennett, you're five foot eleven, weigh 170 pounds, soaking wet. There's already been questions about your ability. Um, and then in the parade that they had, uh, he his conduct there was less than stellar. You can read about that sometime. Some things he said, some ways that he acted. He was on his phone. Everybody else is waving to the crowd, and he's kind of like blowing it off. He's on his phone. Um, and so he really got lit up about that. Then now he spoke, you know, he turned down the Senior Bowl. He he goes to Dallas supposedly to train, and he gets arrested and spends four hours in the in the drunk tank for public drunkenness. And here here's the point: is on the eve, right when you're getting ready to interview for a multi-million dollar position as a quarterback for an NFL team. You can't afford. Listen, if you're six five, weigh two thirty, and can run like the wind, and got an arm that's you know just like Aaron Rodgers, you still can't afford that because uh, these NFL teams are looking for leadership. They're looking for integrity. Uh, they're looking for maturity. Uh, they're looking for somebody who's serious to to treat this like a job. And so, look, I, I wish the best for Stetson Bennett. I usually, I, I really do. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a Georgia Bulldog fan. I'm not a fan of his, but I don't dislike the kid. I don't don't like him. I just think it was, you know, really, really foolish. But we've all made foolish mistakes. So let's wait and see. Let's see what happens. Ho- hopefully five years from now, turns it around. You know, life has a way. And let's, let's be honest. If the, those of us here when we were 24, and I'm a long ways from 24 now, I'm, what, 50 uh, I'm sorry, 40, uh, 37 years removed from 24. Uh, and so, man, I was pretty cocky and I was pretty, made some really dumb decisions at 24. So let's give him a break. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot on the line here. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens and uh, hope he turns it around. Look, hey, I enjoy so much uh, being on here with you tonight. I'm so thankful that you joined me here at Red Pill uh, Sports Podcast. We're going to do our, um, our, se- our our segment with Charles Hames, the sports uh, history, uh, music, and sports uh, historian. 
uh, at another date. Uh, we weren't able to connect last week. Uh, this week it kind of slipped up on me. I didn't get to connect with him. But we're going to do that really soon. We're going to take a city at a time, talk about the uh, sports in those cities, and we'll have a good time with it. Thank you for listening. Tell somebody else about the podcast. Uh, you can catch us at Red Pill Sports Podcast. You can catch us on Twitter at my, at my Red Pill Sports. You can catch us on Facebook at Red Pill Sports. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, you can catch us on Podbean and then all the major apps, Red Pill Sports. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll 